It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Team Bear Sports Podcast, the only sports podcast that covers Chicago sports and actual bear news. And this is a big episode for us. And the reason for that is it's week one of the Chicago Bears 2021 football season. And boy, am I ready. Oh, my God. (laughs) Last time you could be optimistic, boys. The last time before we really get into the nitty gritty. Man, now that I think of it, it's just it's been 13 episodes up until this point. I'm just like grasping at straws, just trying to yeah, come up with something. We've been, doing, we've been doing this as long as almost the NFL season is. And now we actually get into the core of why we started the podcast. Yeah, we, we could have started this later. We could have started this later. Nah, no, we gotta get no. you know, gotta get some, gotta get some wind under our wings. We had to watch the collapse of the Northside baseball team. Yeah, we, we we had to fine tune some things before we really got into the the meat and potatoes of our uh, of our podcast. So it's good. We we kind of got out all the kinks, and uh, hopefully we can, you know, make this a great episode. All right, Jack, why don't you go ahead and just introduce this week's matchup for the Chicago Bears? Great radio. <laughs> this guy's frozen. <laughs> this guy's just. Staring at Wi-Fi's in and out. DC Wi-Fi. Uh, there go there goes my uh, saying as we worked on all the kinks in those thirteen episodes prior to this. <laughs> well, we <laughs> so, won. <laughs> man, so we're gonna we're gonna punt punt right now. We had Jackson introducing it. Just a picture. Oh. Well, week one, uh, week one, we all know, is the Bears at L.A. They give us the night game. little upset that it's the night game because I plan on being up at 10 a.m. watching the games, and that's a long day for me. That's a real long day. Yeah, you got to kind of plan out and just go uh, really pace yourself in order to get up and be, be awake for that uh, 7 o'clock game or the 7 o'clock our time. Oh, is he back? Is he back? Move yeah, dude, I was about I was about to say we're working out the kinks and my Wi-Fi literally kicked out right there. Let's just hope that the Bears' first drive doesn't go as uh, well as this episode started out. <laughs> <laughs> this was equivalent to a four and out or three and out drive for the Bears, but like a block we'll, punt too. We'll come <laughs> back. We'll we'll rally. So uh, Tim was just introducing. Uh, the, the week one matchup that it's a seven o'clock game or our the late game, our time, seven o'clock, my time. Um, are you uh, excited for the seven o'clock slot or the later Saturday? I keep saying Saturday, the Sunday night game. Are you excited for that or would you rather have it be a noon or a three o'clock game, Jack? Uh, well, now that I'm on the East Coast, I not looking forward to it because it's at 830 um, and the game probably won't end near 1145 ish. So not looking forward to it. Um, I do miss living in the West Coast because, you know, games start at five, six o'clock, done at nine o'clock and I can do whatever afterwards. 
So, um, yeah, I'm going to miss that. But, I mean, it, it's cool because it's a primetime game. I feel like, you know, three out of the four past years, the Bears have opened up on that primetime game, which has not gone well for us. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, the NFL's got to be loving it. Two large uh, media markets, L.A. and Chicago. So, oh, And I know, like, and I don't really know too many people who – you know, travel the travel the country to see the Bears, but I have talked to a few people. Uh, my wife's uh, uncle will be at the game. There's going to be a big Chicago Bears turnout at SoFi Stadium. So oh, without a doubt, there's a big turnout for anybody. There. Yeah, a big we're, we're going to be there's going to be a big turnout for any team at that stadium, whether it's the Chargers or Rams. Absolutely, yeah. and you know, a lot of people have kind of predicted or have the Rams up there with team that teams that could finish far in the playoffs possibly make a super bowl run so it'll be a good test for the bears right out of the gate so you know people will be watching us which is just fantastic and scary at the same time yeah i mean as much as and it's also kind of always cool to see like greatness being played once in a while you know like aaron donald i know he's going to be probably a handful but like you got to tip your hat to him he's an amazing player and you know it's like one of those things like you could tell your kids when you're like yeah i saw aaron donald and hopefully he didn't kill Andy Dalton or Justin Fields <laughs> on Sunday. But, like, you have to appreciate greatness when you go against greatness. It's funny that you mentioned hopefully he doesn't kill Andy Dalton because I was on, on YouTube earlier <clears throat> this morning, and one of the recommended videos was when Andy Dalton got laid out against the Washington uh, football team trying to slide for a, a game. And nobody went to go pick him up. <laughs> no, he was just oh, flopping yeah, on the ground. Right. He took that shot to the side of the head. And then they, they had a, like Joey DiFilippo warming up on the sideline. And that was a, uh, so let's hope, hope, hopefully Aaron Donald doesn't just murder our quarterbacks. Um, but we'll see. Maybe they'll get Justin Fields in the game quicker if that happens. Well, one of our first podcasts, we did a, projected uh, a projected win and loss record for the season and there was a whole lot of optimism you could go back and rewind the tape but there was a lot of optimism on this and now that we've seen what the bears are about in preseason obviously we don't know exactly what they're 100 percent about but you have better ideas so what we decided to do is to kind of just lock ourselves into a combined team bear podcast win loss record we're going to stand by this and die by this so Jackson's going to start us off with week one. Whatever he picks, we're putting on our overall record. So it doesn't matter if two people disagree with it. We're riding or dying with, <laughs> with our boys. So it's going to go with, uh, I believe, is it Jackson, then me, Kev? I believe so. Yep, yeah. yep. All right. We're going to go through the entire season, rapid fire, just one person picking and just going with it. I do have a I thought we were doing a week-to-week, though, pick. Are we doing it all fourteen or all eighteen games or seventeen games? I thought so, but I mean, I, I you gotta love this. You gotta love, you gotta love this. <laughs> I thought, I thought, and the we Bears were, fumble. Oh, I, I thought we were just doing one pick each week. Totally so fine. We, we um, adjust. Okay, I mean, we could do that. I mean, we could do that. We could do. Okay, I'll, I'll start us off. Um, Bears do not win this game. I. I think we all agreed at the beginning of the year, this was the, you know, going on the road to the West coast. Uh, I just think Rams are just a better team, not just even with Aaron Donald. It's um, uncertainty, a quarterback. 
I think the biggest matchup problem isn't, you know, um, you know, they're not going to throw it to Jalen Johnson. They're going to pick on whatever cornerbacks going to play next to him and they're going to get a workout in. And I think Sean McVay has too much time to scheme against our defense. Um, we do not play well in LA. We've lost the past two years in LA. You know, they got to come there. They got to come to Chicago in November again. Uh, that'd be great. But I think bears keep it close until like the fourth quarter. Um, and just experienced by the Rams kind of pull it off. I'm going to go 27, 17 Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Even, even the score, ladies and gentlemen, I like it. All right. Week two, we got Bengals at Bears, and I was so sure on this uh, weeks ago. But now I'm going to look at this game, and I'm going to say and, and kind of pivot with my original uh, decision and say that, you know, we're going to lose this game. Uh, we're going to lose this game. Andy Dalton revenge game. He's going to lose it, and he is not the Bears quarterback anymore after week two. That's funny because I want to say that we – at least maybe just me or a couple of us maybe said that because it was a revenge game, it like amps them up and they get the win. But now it's kind of like he's been so terrible in Soldier yeah. Field that I think he's just going to get the, the booze rained down on him. Unfortunately, I think his team's going to. Yeah, you you would think revenge game. He's going to do well. I think he, this is going to be the game that knocks him out because. If he just does a little bit bad against the Rams, I'm going to go, okay, whatever. But if you do bad against this Bengals team, even with Burrow, it's, people yeah. are going to go, wow, this is a game we should have probably won. So um, you're, taking, you're taking Cincinnati Bengals. on this game? Yep. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and the Bengals, they have an offense. So, I mean, if, if it comes I, with... I, I think it's just going to be up. Bears missteps. I think that... So we're the, not ready. I think we're not streak, ready. The streak of Bears teams beating the AFC North ends at eight with the Bengals. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, it's just one of those ones where we're going to all pencil in thinking, oh, Rams, you got all this defeatist mentality of, oh, we're going to lose this game Sunday night and go, oh, but we're going to turn around and win. I think that this is it. I think this is the, the I, Justin Fields, he, no one wants him to start against the Rams or start against the Browns or whatever. It's going to be too ridiculous after this, and Justin Fields starts against the uh, the Browns. All right, well, that leads into week three, which is another away game, and that's, that's my pick. It's the Bears at the Browns. That's um, a noon game on Fox, for those of you who are wondering. Uh, and I, I think that the Bears, if we're going with our total record, they start the season 0-3 at this point. I don't think they're beating the Browns um, in Cleveland. I think the Browns are a solid team especially after they've changed coaches baker mayfield looks better they have good weapons with nick chubb kareem hunt uh odell jarvis landry their defense is good they got my i mean miles garrett is we're gonna see probably two of the best defensive linemen in the first three weeks in all the nfl which is scary and with our offensive line uh hopefully hopefully they can be some sort of uh credible Offensive line to make sure we're not getting sacked every other play, but I think that the Browns take this game. And at this point, it's looking like 0 and 3 for a Team Bear Sports Podcast combined record. So, well, Bears I'll lose. stop right there. Bears win against the Lions. Um, it's at home. Bears win. 
I think, you know, Matt Nagy has a good record against the Bears, or I'm sorry, against the Lions. Um, he does believe. have a good record against what the is Bears. He, what is he, 5-1 and one against the Lions, I think, think he's 5-1. and one. Yeah, Bears win. Um, I, I, regardless of who's playing that quarterback, Bears find a way. Got it. Like it. And I will go along with you. I say Bears at Raiders week five. We win this game. We go into Vegas. We win it. There, there's no way that we're going to go. Cleo Mack's going to do some disgusting things to his old team after what they did to us. Uh, what, what did they beat us? And did we play them yeah, in London? In London. In London yeah. Yes. After this, he's yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna let that happen. He rallies the defense to have a big game in Vegas. Bears win that. We're two and three coming in after week five, going into the Packers game. Kev. Well, and, and just another note on that uh, Raiders game. That's gonna be almost a home game for the Bears because you know mm-hmm. any Bears fan who hasn't gone out on a road trip to see the Bears, they're circling. If it's yeah. not L.A., it's going to be Vegas, especially yeah. that new stadium. 52 is going to just not let that happen again. It's a Bears win. Well, we're feeling good after two wins, and then we play the Packers week six, and that's another loss. Uh, like like we said in the very one of the very first podcasts, as long as, number, as long as number 12 is in that backfield, there's no possible way I can put the Bears winning that game, especially with you know Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones. They... They have so many great players. It just doesn't doesn't bode well for the Bears. Maybe next season Aaron will be gone, but until he's unless he's still there, it's going to be a win for the Packers. So the Bears are at this point two and four. Bears, bu- Bears at Bucks, Jack. Well, last year we stole a game. Um. <laughs> It doesn't happen again this year. You think, Tom, <laughs> you think Tom Brady forgets what down it is this game? I, I, I don't. I don't think he does. Uh, I think he kind of kicks our ass. Um, it's not looking good, but I mean, Tampa, Tampa's going to be ridiculous this year if they stay healthy. All 22 starters coming back. Not just their starters are good, but their backups are good. It's going to be in Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, I just... It's going to be a rough one. So we have them at two and five. Two and five. And I'm going to help us out here, boys, because on Halloween, the Bears will win their first home game against the 49ers, against a decently stout team. I just think that they're very much in the same situation we're in quarterback-wise with Garoppolo and Lance. Who knows what's going to be happening with that? I just think that... We're terrible going to them. I think them coming to us, I think we're going to win this game. We're going to win our first home game. Or no, we already had the Lions and Bears. Never mind. But second home game, we're going to win on Halloween. Orange orange unis are going to be out. We're going to win this game. I'll, I'll say this. I kind. Of, how do you guys feel about the orange jerseys? I feel like I like I like the orange jerseys if... I don't know if if like Devin Hester or Brian Urlacher is wearing them, but like I don't know something about. See, I I'd rather go back to like the 1940s jerseys that they had, the blue with just the orange lettering and the blue helmet. Like those weren't bad. No. And have like and have like two old school throwbacks instead of the. Well, the the Packers are kind of doing that this year. They have the green yeah, they with stole all yellow. Yeah, yeah. They, they stole it from us. 
You know, I don't mind the uh, all whites too. I like the white tops with the white bottoms. Like their 2000s look. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw they are coming back with the white C this year. So that's nice. All right, Kevin. Bears and Steelers, we got them at three and five currently. All right, so good news. We're on a two-game win streak. I think that the Bears win against the Steelers on Monday Night Football. They show up. I think just if Justin Fields is a quarterback, I think he plays a major role in this. I just think that the Steelers are a little overrated. I think that Big Ben being slow and just old is going to bode well for our defense and our, our D-line getting after him. And I'm, I'm looking around. I know that Najee Harris is a talented young guy, but he is a rookie. Juju Smith-Schuster is just, I don't know what happened to him after his rookie year. He just decided to worry more about TikTok than playing football. Their defense is good, but I think that this this is going to be one of those games that Justin Fields shows up for on primetime Monday night. Um, and I, I don't even, I don't have the Steelers personally making the playoffs. I think it'll be either the Ravens or the Browns or both teams coming from that division. So, um I think that the Bears take this win into the bye, and that would put them at, what, four and five? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jack, what are they doing on the bye? Well, hopefully not doing anything stupid. The Bears can lose a bye week if if they – this is how you win and lose a bye week. No one gets COVID. Everyone stays out of trouble, and everyone's healthy. I think that's how you win it. If you lose it, you know, you go back in the – COVID protocol, someone gets arrested. I, we've seen this happen on stupid bear teams before. Sam um, Hurd, you know, Revolve. Revolve, you see yeah, it all. Yeah. DUIs, whatever. Uh, it sounds like you're saying that the Bears might win the bye. The Bears <laughs> might win the bye if no one gets COVID and, or does anything stupid. The Bears will win the bye. Well, I, got, I got a question. Since this is the bye week and we're kind of, you know, looking for a little bit more to talk about. If so, we have the Bears currently at four and five at this point. Do we think that Matt Nagy is on the hot seat at this point of the season if they are four and five, or is it like a well, we are we know that we're not as talented, but I don't think he's gonna get I don't think he's gonna get fired unless this year is just a total train wreck or it feels doesn't look like he's developing. I mean, even yeah. I don't think that's going to be the issue. The one thing that doesn't work out for him is just the the second half of our season is just absolutely brutal. So Yeah, but there there's a stretch here I think they can go on a little bit of a run. Um but yeah, it is. The last month and the last month is tough. All right. Well, Tim, take us away into week 11. Well, you if you're a betting man, you bet all, bet it all on the Ravens uh, week 11 because Nagy has never won again after a bye week. He's terrible uh, after a bye week. He can't win. Uh, so you take that as a loss. You don't. You just take it. You run with it. You do not question it. it doesn't matter that the Ravens are going to outrun us and outmuscle us. Does not matter that they have a better coach. All that matters is Nagy See, I, and Nagy trips himself up. I had that as an upset win. Well, you're absolutely crazy. This is after a bye week, and guess what? You're locked in to my pick. I, I had that as an upset win. Late late game in November, I think the Bears can win that game, but I definitely understand, yeah, Nagy's record after a bye is 
Well, you, you know yeah. that that this if they were to win this game, it would be something stupid like they they would win this game and then they would tornado uh, hits Soldier Field like it did in 2013. Or they would lose a game that it was totally winnable later on down the schedule. So it's like, oh, you penciled in this win later on, but you ended up beating uh, the Ravens. So it'd be like next week, the following week is against the Lions. Thanksgiving, baby. Thanksgiving. Like if the three, three, out, of four, three out of four years. You know, this this scares me. I don't know. Lions on Thanksgiving and just like. Thank God it's the first game of yeah. Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. this is our third time playing Thanksgiving. The Bears know this schedule of how quick it is to do this turnaround game. Like three out of four years on Thanksgiving. That's a lot. Yeah, I, th- I think that they, they get the win here. I think they beat the Lions. Um, it is nice. I do love what I mean, watching Thanksgiving football is great. But when it's your team's involved with it, it just makes it a little bit more special, especially that this is the perfect game, the first one, because then, you know, you're not really paying attention to that seven o'clock game or whatever it is later on down the down the road because you're already like drunk or, you know, super uh, in a food coma. But I think the Bears win this game. They have the Lions numbers, like we mentioned before. Jared Goff is their quarterback. I don't know. I can't name who their wide receivers are off the top of my head because Marvin Jones is gone. Kenny Galladay is gone. They have. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams as their running backs. Uh, they do have TJ Hawkinson, but I, I think that I think that the Bears t- should take this game, and I think they get the win here on Thanksgiving. So we can all enjoy our turkey and our beer and our cranberry sauce. Looks like we got a sweep of the Lions this this season. My favorite is... Which it should have been last year. Uh, yeah, but. my favorite is apple pie with uh, vanilla ice cream on top. Well, you, you can enjoy that with the Bears' win on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You heard it here well, first. A little early dessert. All, All right, right, moving on to next week, Jack. I got the Bears beating the Cardinals. Thank God I'm going to that game. I got the Bears beating the Cardinals. I think they can actually beat them handily. I, I think this is a trap game for the Cardinals. Um. I, I know that a lot of people projected the Cardinals to be a wild card contender, possibly a dark one. It's December. Uh, Bears get to 500 at this point, amazingly. Um, but I think they just find a way to gut this one out. I can see this being a high-scoring game. Last team with the ball wins, uh, and Santos comes through with like a 45-yard field goal to win it. Tim, being our residential Phoenix uh, location. So going to this game with my wife. Uh, who's a Cardinals fan. So we will be there on the 11th row, 50-yard line of the Cardinals side. I will be cheering. I will be yelling. We will win, baby. Let's go. Kyle Murray, a little overrated? I have him in both of my fantasy leagues, so I hope <laughs> not. Uh, no, I I don't think that I, – I, he does have some qualities that I wish they would get rid of, but the guy's just too dynamic with his legs early on in his career like this that he's he's – always going to be something that you're going to worry about uh the receivers might give the bears some problems uh they have some talent yeah. on on defense but it really comes down to the fact that one i'm going to be there and two uh it's cold for those boys so i've been in a game with you tim and you are obnoxiously loud <laughs> yes um, Tim's doing especially he gets 11 rows they'll be able to hear me trust me and I'll know all get, their names and all their little things so he's going to get at least one offsides penalty for uh, or one false start penalty for the Cardinals absolutely 
I mean, that'd be great. I mean, uh, it'd be nice for the Bears to be consistently good at Soldier Field. If if the if this record goes as is, we have them, you know, obviously, you know, including the well, actually including the bye week win, we have them uh, five, five and one. You got it. You got it. So yeah, but still, I mean, they they're hot right now, but it's going to come down to a crashing halt. <laughs> in the month of December, because do I even have to talk about this one? Bears at Packers Sunday night football. I've, I've seen that movie are, a lot, if, too. If you're not just quickly marking this as an L in, <laughs> no, your, that's a loss. in, in, in your sheet, you are absolutely insane. I don't even want to talk about it anymore, <laughs> Kev. The X's and O's ahead. aren't even worth talking so about. It's, yeah. it's, it's bullshit that they don't come here for Sunday night football, that we have to go up there. I, I've said this before. But I'm getting tired. I'm going to late night games at Packers Bears on Sunday night football to watch us get our ass kicked up there. Well, you know, it's the owners. It's all uh, 500,000 owners that. Uh, Thank God we're on Monday night football the following week so that we can get an extra day to just, you know, clean everything out. And then national TV can watch us again. Yep. All right. So they might that- have the flex game, though, on week 14, so they could take us off. I, they're not going to take off a Bears Packers. Yeah, that's unless unless it's just like the unless Packers. There's, or, yeah, unless, unless there's like two Rogers, undefeated teams. Going unless Rodgers is hurt or like, yeah, if if Fields is still around, doesn't matter how bad the Bears are. If if Rodgers is still, I just still even even if no Rodgers, they're not taking away. I'm if, hoping. I'm hoping. You take off like, a Bears Packers. I'm hoping the only way that could happen if if there's like. Two teams are both twelve and zero at that point, and they're yeah, facing each it other. It would have to be something ridiculous, dude. That's ridiculous. That should never happen. As much as I don't want to be playing at night because of just number twelve, I don't. They should. You'll never see that happen. The Bears Packers get flexed out. Especially if the storyline is like it comes out later in the season that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to resign. It's the last Bears Packers game they'll he'll yeah. be a part of. That's just yeah. too many. No way. Too, ESPN's not giving up the, uh, or that's not NBC. Uh, NBC, excuse me. NBC's not giving up that juicy. You can see, already see Chris Collins were salivating over Aaron Rodgers. And, whoa, and, he, whoa, and whoa. he's not going to get Justin Fields week one. So he, he would love to, he's, he's going to love right. it. A new era. They can market it as a new era in the rivalry. Yeah. Yes. Passing, passing of the guard in the NFC North. Like I can already feel the cliches coming up from this. Because I, I can't even imagine if he doesn't get to see Fields by week fourteen, does that mean Andy Dalton has just gone on a tear? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that'd be awesome, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, I wouldn't mind. Would, I wouldn't mind it one MVP season from Andy Dalton. No, be. no. If Andy Dalton won us the Super Bowl, I would eat dinner on the roof. Happy. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to happen. But. Yeah, I think your dinner's going to be inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next week we got Vikings at Bears, Monday Night Football. So we go from primetime game to primetime game. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of, I was kind of back and forth on this one because it seems like every year we split, uh, split games with the Vikings, and usually we dominate the Vikings at home. But last, last year, correct me if I'm wrong. They finally beat us. They finally beat us. Um, I'm st- even even now I'm still like tossing. You can't, just, you can't just say, oh, bear, you know, Vikings is soldier, you know. But yeah, this could this could be a wild card implication for that last seed, that wild card. Yeah, I 
it's tough. I'm like still, I had it like six different ways before. I think I'm going to say the Vikings lose this game. I think the Bears take it just based off of Vikings at Soldier Field. Kirk Cousins, I think this, you know, you know how he is. Primetime game for Kirk Cousins. He's won one and it was against us, but still. Uh, uh, yeah, that game was an abysmal. So, oh, you get you get the next Vikings game too, there, Kev. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, so I think they I think they win this game, uh, primetime game. So someone's going to show off for the Bears, whether it'll be defense, offense. I don't know who, but I just think Kirk Cousins is going to stink it up. Dalvin Cook, this maybe this is one of his games that he misses because he always misses a few games throughout the year. But Dalvin um, does not play well against the Bears, though. Yeah, so he never I, has. I'm, I'm he never go has with, played well. I'm going to go with history on this one and say the Vikings lose and the Bears get the win on week 15. All right. Bears at Seahawks. Bears at at Seahawks. Well, this is going to be a game me and my mom's boyfriend are going to constantly be jarring at because he's a Seahawks fan. Thought about this pick, too. Seattle obviously has Lockett and Metcalf um, and Russ. Seattle's always going to be tough to play in. I'm going the Bears. Upset. This is <laughs> oh, the- my God. Oh, Where's my Lee Corso hat? Um, I'm actually taking the Bears in this game. I think Seattle might struggle this year. Um, and we like I don't think this is the Seattle team that we have seen consistently over the past 10 years. Um, no defense whatsoever. Uh, with Seattle, offensive line issues. Except Jamal Adams. Except Jamal Adams, and, yeah. And he, but he, he does, can't cover. <laughs> and he All plays he up. Tackle. <laughs> that's, not a bad, that's not a bad thing to have. Yeah, um, we play that. the Seahawks well. We've always had. Um, we have not been in Seattle, though, in a while. Or Yeah, we haven't been in them since 2018. But Bears get it done. This is a prime road win for the Bears. Like, this is the marquee Bears road win. Got it. So then we have Giants at Bears Sunday, January, last game at Soldier Field. So you're going to have all this momentum. You're going to have potentially a, a Bears beating the Cardinals team, uh, beating the Vikings and or Seahawks. You know, might get a little buzz. Make it, oh, the playoffs might happen. You, you know, wait a minute. Could this new rookie get in the playoffs for his first time? Go against this struggling Giants team, and we're gonna just lay an egg. We are going to lose this game. <laughs> we are going. We, <laughs> we yeah. are going. We are gonna lose this game. Just when you think that the Bears could potentially look like this is gonna be a team that could be retooling, rebuilding, all this, and you're going, "Wow, all we have to do is just not end the season on a whimper, and maybe we know for a fact that Nagy is gonna be the thing." No. If it's- I feel like if it's like a win and you're in situation. Yes. Like it, it reminds me of like 2013 where it's just like, just beat the Eagles <laughs> and you don't have to worry about the Packer game the next week. And the, you know, that's the, not fun. Oh, I'm like this is like, and the like Eagles even, embarrassed us on Sunday night. Even football. if like, even if Daniel Jones is like hurt or something like this, the bears, will lose, the bears will lose this game. Saquon Barkley will come after us after what we, you know, we didn't intentionally hurt him, but, you know, ruined his season last year. We're going to lose this game to Saquon Barkley. Uh, we will absolutely lose this game, and your hopes are going to be dashed, and, and we're going to be left with these questions of, of, like, 
wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, yes, we love Fields, but, like, is Nagy our coach or not? This game is going to make us question it because we can't have good things. All right, Kev, 8-8. Eight and eight. Eight <laughs> Last and eight. game of the season. Are we having a winning season or a losing season? You, you know, I like the uh, the storylines that we've kind of built up in this fictional uh, season that we picked uh, for the Bears. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty uh, it, it's, routine it's, of what we've usually seen. Yeah, it's kind of just like <laughs> a big, like, uh, just crockpot of all Bear seasons that we've seen before where there's big wins and, like, horrible losses against bad teams and – the storyline that's going to finish the season, it's like Jackson said, it's going to be a, a win and you're in type of game. I mean, but it should have happened the week before. Yeah, like that's exactly. the thing. It should have happened the week before, and now and it, all the pressure's on. Now they got to go to Minnesota, and I don't know who Minnesota plays in their second to last game, but I'm going to assume they're going to win it and they're going to be on a hot streak and we're on a, a cold streak. So I think we lose this game. Uh, I think it's probably one of those like lose. It's close for the first quarter, maybe even first half, and then it's just a blowout after that. It's not close, and then we all end the season just kind of like that. That fucking sucked. So not only so we we don't end it on a whimper like I mentioned. We ended we ended on a big fart. Oh yeah, a big wet <laughs> fart, big wet bear fart, and then then we lead. Then the next however many months until the season starts, and we got to hear the same thing about. Oh, is Pace the guy? Is Nagy the guy? Yeah, we can't get nice things. Even if no. Fields does really well, we have to have some question mark, 100%. And, and then we do it again next season, and next season, and next season. Uh, so, yeah. And it's just fitting that we like don't get an 8-8 eight and eight season. Like We get an 8-8 eight and eight season, and then we lose it to the 8-9. and nine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it'll probably be... Even if the the Vikings, maybe they're not playing for a playoff spot. I'm assuming they will be because they're a decent team. But even if like the Vikings are like a five and five and eleven team at that time, we'll still lose. If, however bad the Vikings are or however good they are, we're gonna lose to them. It doesn't matter what position they're in. That's just the game we're gonna lose. Okay. Eight nine. I, I tracked so, it. I I put the I put a timestamp on this. So at nine seven twenty one at eight forty three p.m. The Bears will go eight and nine this year. Yeah, and just stay with the Bears, uh, everybody, because we do have a rough ride. Apparently, <laughs> these three weeks we do have the Bears going zero and three. So I'm missing. I'm missing. <laughs> so I the mean, sky will be falling. Here's here's, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, like once they go zero and three, and if they finish eight and nine, like Ryan Pace will say in that melancholy voice. Well, you know, we did start off eight and three, or zero and three, and finish eight and nine. So technically, that is a uh, so eight and six. The complete turnaround. opposite of last season, where you know you were what four and zero, oh, and then you go, then you lose six in a row. Yeah, yeah. When they start five somehow. and two or five and one, something like that. Five and one. It's kind of it's kind of fun that we already kind of get to predict our moods for each episode. So. We're going to have some really high highs and some really low lows. So if we're just like screaming at each other, it's we're definitely in the middle of like a that well, I'm missing. But I'm even missing. so, the beginning of the season up until the bye week is kind of hard because if if it goes the way we have it, like our first win's going to be against the Lions. You know what I mean? We're just like, ooh. You know, it's a like, long yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, you're going to take it after being over yeah. there. You're going to take it. But wow. <laughs> but that also, that also goes to like – 
goes to flip it is if we go 0 and 3 and then 0 4 against the Lions at home, wow. We got oh problems. man, I'm gonna miss Chicago radio for that. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to stream Chicago radio. For I'll, that. I'll, I'll I'll keep you updated. I'll, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, I mean, I'm missing the second week because I'm driving back from a wedding from Ohio. Figuratively, I'll be in like the Cincinnati area, so I'll be awkward. But I will be missing that second game. So, oh boy. Well, first game. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, that, I can just see that Giants game now, though. Like, I, I, yeah. they'll flex it to like the three thirty game on Fox. And because, again, like, this is Giants where. Like, if the Giants are somewhat competitive and the Bears are competitive, that game's going to get flexed to 330. This is where I really think that my prediction on fields starting against the Browns actually needs to happen. Because, it probably needs to happen week well, one. Well, oh, yeah, well, without, without a doubt. But I just feel that Dalton will get a second chance, uh, Bengals, for his you know home team. And then the thing, we want him to start against the Browns because we don't want him starting at that Lions game, which is pretty much a must-win for our season. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And and we're going to assume that sometime during the season, uh, the Washington football team will announce that they will be, be the Red Hogs. So I'll throw that in our predictions as well. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm All right. Hoping. So so let's kind of, before we kind of move on, let's talk about week one. If we have, as our Team Bear rankings or Team Bear schedule – we have the Bears losing this game, according to Jackson. So we, we're going to ride with that. If they are to pull this one out, what is one thing or one key that they have to do or key to this game that can possibly get the Rams to uh, lose this game? Aaron Donald forgets to get on the team bus or something. Yeah, basically, basically how do the Bears pull this Jackson has Aaron Donald forgetting that there's a game. Yeah. <laughs> My he, he gets he gets random amnesia and forgets how to be a football player. And he turns he thinks he's a pro like fisherman or something. So he gets on a wrong flight to um Tulane, Louisiana for the Bass Pro Shop fishing. Hey, can we look up some uh hypnotist in uh, yes. LA? Yes. Maybe they're doing any performances at like a, a rec hall or something like that. Yep. And he ends hey, up Aaron, free tickets to be a Bass Pro fisherman. I That's think a- the key to the Bears Rams game is not even a single player. It is the newbie in Sean Desai. He's been around against all these Lions wins. You should be scheming, figuring out somehow to beat Matt Stafford. I need you to figure that out. Also, it's just such a big game for you week one because we haven't seen the defense be very stout in the preseason. So we're hoping to see what everyone's been talking about, how you're a good fit for this defense. Sean Desai is the key to pulling this out of our ass. Yeah, I'll kind of just um, – mine, mine's similar. I have as the defensive line getting pressure on Stafford. If we can attack Stafford – and get him moving and just get some disruption in there. That, I think, is our only sound possible way that we could maybe steal this game. Uh, But if he just sits back there all day and we're not getting pressure like we've seen with the Bears' D-line, where it's like 
it looks like they're trying, but then there's still no pressure. There's no like actual real threat of the quarterback getting sacked. Then it could just it could be a rough game. But so I will say that getting pressure on the QB and getting uh, Matt Stafford on the ground is our only shot. And obviously, like if we have just uh, another three touchdown performance from Jesper, that might do something. But <laughs> that's that's definitely up there with uh, Aaron Donald forgetting that he's on the team and he's going to Tulane. Well, that's it for the Chicago Bears. We hope and we're so so excited because that's what this podcast was made for, Chicago Bears. We're super excited to air out our frustrations and or elations next week. Yeah, here's hoping that we're wrong with our week one prediction. But Yeah, I mean, I definitely think the Bears can win. I just, I mean, you give Stafford now more weapons and you know and and, and a head coach who's not a yeah not a revolving door of head coaches that he was used to um and like just like there are parts of our defense that scare me and there are parts of our special teams that really fucking scare me like what are they doing at punt returner like what are they doing like good question we're gonna find out on sunday night what like they put all their chips on Tariq Cohen being healthy and he's not. And now you're scrambling to find a guy and now you're picking up former first round draft picks or bus who have no continuity with the team whatsoever. Like injury like scouting Bears, wasn't good this year because the Bears, you drafted a guy that needed back always, surgery. The so. Bears always, I feel like one overestimate their own talent and they take things for granted when it comes to like injuries and player development. Sounds like the football team I've been watching for the last 29 years. This guy is going to be really good. No, he's not. He's a bum. It's <laughs> paying 4 million. Yeah. That's that's like, I feel like that's just Chicago sports, just giving guys contracts who fans like the organization likes, but then like you actually look at them objectively. You're like, Average at best. There's like 12 guys better than him at his position in the league. Why are we paying him this much money? Yeah. He had a good season. Remember that? Remember Jim Miller when they went 14 or 13 and three? Hey, he was a finalist at being a Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, cool. That was eight years ago. (laughs) Oh, so let's go Bears. Get this win week one. Go Bears. Go Bears. All right. Let's uh, move on to some quick baseball news. Uh, Kev, I gotta stop you. Uh, I gotta stop you for a second. What do you? What? 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 What's going on? What's What's going on? So, I got some bear news, but it's a twist on bear news. Bear alert! Twist on the bear alert! We got a twist on the bear alert. So, there's been a lot of bear stories going on right now in Tahoe, and I wanted to shift away from that. And I'm gonna give a shout out to one of our friends, Lenny, who told me this story a while ago, and you know, been having a hard time finding a good story. Uh, like I said, wanted to stay away from what's going on in Tahoe and bears are getting into places in Tahoe. Um, and he's, I was talking to him on the phone. He goes, have you used that story yet? And we have not. So I want to tell you the story of Wojek the bear. I think that's how you pronounce it. W O J T E K. Now Wojek was a Syrian brown bear. And he was stationed in Iran, and he was used by the Polish 
corpse soldiers um, to use artillery during World War II. And he would help load up the artillery to help fight the Nazis. And Wojak would also like hang out with the soldiers. He would wrestle with them. They would drink beer together. Get w- and he served in the military for like three years in Poland. This is a legit story. This is he. Yes, he's got his own Wikipedia page. So if you go through his legacy, there is about ten different statues around Europe, all over about him, and not just in Poland. So when he retired, looking he got up to go the. Pronunciation, I just don't want you to do if he's going to be this great. It's Wojtek. It's Wojtek. Wojtek. Okay. Wojtek. Wojtek actually sounds pretty cool, too. Wojtek, the bear. So you said he he's a, his, like, his species of bear. He said he's a Syrian brown bear, but he served in the Polish army. Yes. Yes. I mean, if, if I'm the president... I am hijacking this bear and claiming he's American and just branding that out and printing just shirts carried, and merch. He carried the artillery to them. There's a statue. Well, I'm just upset that he's serving for another nation's army. If I'm Syrian or whatever, I'll be like, what the fuck are we doing? There was, there's a plaque in the Imperial War Museum with him carrying like an artillery shell, like he's hugging it. Now it's a cartoon. There is another cartoon of a statue of him in Scotland where the bear is also holding like an artillery shell. He's got about five or six different statues, again, all over Europe. Wojtek the bear killing Nazis. Um, He retired and they put him in a zoo in Edinburgh, Scotland, where he lived the rest of his life. And he was, you know, he was about 21 years old when he died. So he lived a good long life. So, Wojtek, thank you. So there's, so there's no rule. There's no, like, declaration that says bears can't be in the military. How come we are not doing this? I mean, in a, Poland in was States? using it. If it's not against the Geneva Convention, why aren't you? He literally it? fought at the Battle of Monte Cassino in Africa. That's, like, his major battle that he fought in. Just give me full metal jacket, but with bears training that'd, for the army. That'd be awesome. <laughs> So Why fought, is there movies being it, made like Jungle Cruise with The Rock when you could be... This is a story right here. Right it, here. Easy. I'm going to go to the movie and see this about three times. It, it, it's already built in. They already have their name if they're, if they're going to be a part here's, of the military. Here's, they're, here's they're, a picture of him wrestling. Not paratroopers. They're paratroopers. Paratroopers. Here's, here's him wrestling some of the soldiers. Um... Here he is hanging out. I'm looking at some photos of him in a pen in England, just like cleaning himself. Now, but, if if I have a bear and like I don't want a bear that's just like hanging out with the boys in the military. I want a bear that's like locked in a cage that like you only let him loose when yes, shit's yes. about to go down. I don't want. Well, like it's kind of like they treated him like a sol- like an actual soldier because he was like eating with them and like wrestling with them and like drinking Did with them. Did he have a uniform? Uh, no. I think he's got this pretty cool collar, but that's about it. That's all I needed. <laughs> well, well, shout out to you, Wojtek, the, the Polish Syrian army Brown. bear. Yeah. Great bear. So, a Love little it. twist on bear news. little twist. Love it. 
All right, let's roll in some baseball news. So I'll just kind of do this really quickly just because it's, like I mentioned last podcast, the dog days of summer, early fall. It's kind of, you know. You know, kinda, you know who your baseball teams are by now. Exactly. And you're kind of, if you're like me, like you're still watching the game, but then it's, you're so far along the division. That's what like, I was just to say. You're it's, already, it's like, you're yeah. already, you know you're in. It's just now of the seeding. And when it all comes down to it, you're not going to be like kicking yourself like Charlie Brown if you make the playoffs and don't get the one or two seed. You're just happy to be there. Exactly. So not nothing too much on the White Sox run, although Gavin Sheets did get called up because we had some injuries and he hit two Google home Sheets. runs. He did get uh, two home runs in his, uh, not his, not his debut, but his first game back from being called up, which is good to see. They're winning right now against the A's, one nothing. So, And yeah. it's in Oakland. And it's in Oakland. If we can win, if we can win this series, I'll be shocked because we never play well in Oakland. And it's just a gross, dirty stadium. I would, I wouldn't want to play there either. Just seeing the players in the dugout, it just like, it does not look like a professional baseball stadium. It looks like so, a carnival. Exactly. So, hopefully they win the win the series, and we'll get in the playoffs, and I'll, we'll get we'll pump up the baseball a little bit more when that happens. But um, Cubs have been pretty fun though. Seven in a row. There's yeah, they're losing right now. Frank Swindell won Player of the Month. Shout out to him. So I, I got a question about Swindell. Is he he's he, he's a rookie, right? And he's but he's like the 29 year old rookie. Both yeah. him and Wisdom are 29. Well, Wisdom is now 30. 30 and 29 year old rookies. <laughs> great so for them. It's great. Are, it's a great great for them. Absolutely. Is he someone that you want to keep around? next season and like sign him to a contract or is it just like a hey this was a good good season like we don't you're not going to be part of our future we'll send you on your way or do you like kind of sign him to maybe a shorter deal just to kind of keep that getting butts in the seats because hey he's kind of like that, that cult hero now that he's like oh who's this guy he's I, dude, i've been thinking about that because like i don't want to fall into like the david bodie trap you know, like 2018, we're like, oh, my God, Bodie, Bodie, Bodie needs to play more than Chris Bryant. It's like, shut up. No, you're wrong. Um, personally, I'd rather have him go develop a first baseman. Um, it's a great story. I will admit that this team is playing like like they're fun to watch. I mean, I grant I don't I, I don't get many opportunities to watch the Cubs right now, but like they seem to like be enjoying themselves. And like, I think obviously when the, they broke up the core, they knew their time was over. Um, and they kind of reflect that on the, on the field. You know, there is a possibility that the Cubs can win 75, 78 games this year. And, you know, and it's kind of like a what if. But, um, no, it's, I don't give a contract. It's, really it's stress-free baseball. Like, you don't it have is. about Yeah, sports. and, like, if they could play spoiler to the Reds or, like, finish ahead of the Cardinals, you know, great. but. Yeah, I mean, go out there and see what people are made of. What's your moral fiber, I guess. Yeah, and then I guess the the next kind of big story will be with the Cubs will be who are they going to go after or what are they going to do? They got to go big. I like we all agreed Cubs are too big of a market, too been been too important a team the past 5-6 years to do a full-on rebuild. You have too much money, you can't do that shit anymore. Tim, anything to add on the Cubs or baseball in general or just oh, sticking with your same? Uh... That's pretty much just about it. I, I really am more concerned with 
what we do in the offseason. And just it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we have these guys. If we don't have the pitching, it's it's not quite there. So that's what this next few years is going to be. Try to homegrown some arms. We need that going. And if we don't, then we're in trouble. Yep. Yep. All right. So this is the first week of NFL football, but we actually just had our not the first, but our first kind of big week of college football. And for those of you who don't know on the Team Bear Sports podcast, uh, Jackson is a diehard Notre Dame, excuse me, uh, Penn State fan. Uh, Tim, he's a big Northwestern guy. And I've kind of been someone who hasn't really had a connection to a team. Like I'm just liked people or very, very uh, skin deep um, links to colleges. And the college I went to isn't a big sports school, so I don't even have that to go for. So what we decided is that we're, I'm going to spin a wheel out of the top 25 teams that are currently in the top 25. Whatever the wheel lands on, that's going to be my team that I, I think root you, for. I think you got to share screen it right now. All right, let, hold, let me let me share the screen. And uh, whatever one of those 25 teams I get, that's who I'm going to ride or die with. You'll hear me talk about them at least minimally each episode and see how they're doing. So uh, it could get I could get Alabama or I could get a Coastal Carolina. We could see. So let me. Uh, they're both in there. They are both in there. So let me let me pull it up. I swear to God, if he gets Ohio State or Alabama, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> All right, I got to move that. I just randomly spun it once and got Oregon, so I'm glad I'm not doing this because <laughs> yikes. I think Oregon's going to smack this week. There were some good games, though. Yeah, your Penn State got your Penn State beat Wisconsin. Oh, in that game, I did not think they would win that game. Georgia but. beating Clemson. A lot of teams lost. LSU, uh, North Carolina, Indiana, Washington, Washington. All right, let's go here. Opening up. Let me share my screen. I, I did. I, I made the wheel today. It's a beautiful job. Thank you. Took me a little while to find. All right. That's a great screen screensaver, though. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you, son. All right. Can you see my Can you see my screen? We can yes. see. We can see Hayes right now. We can't see the wheel. Oh. All right. Uh, let's see. Grant, I am not the. Uh, Let's see. Let's put screener window. I don't know. It's just it's just showing my background. I don't know. I'm a Zoom guy when it comes to sharing screens. Yeah. So All right. I'm not. I'm not. No, let's see. Let, let's see this. Do you want me to? Yeah, you want me to do that? Yeah. You. If you want to spin for me, that's. Yeah, right. There we go. There we go. Excellent. Uh, Here we uh, go. That was not. That was not. That was not it. That was not it. Okay. Um. All right. Cool. Ready. I'm yep, ready. let's do Who it. Here we go. Ride or die with. Two, one. Jackson, I am all aboard the Penn State bandwagon. Nittany Lions. Wow. You couldn't script this. Oh. All right. So let's. Wait a minute. You, you put it on a reset. 
Wait a minute. No, I'm kidding. I think it absolutely, it absolutely did. Okay. So, <laughs> listeners at home, Jackson's huge Penn State guy, and we just rolled Penn State. So. And they they got a big win against Wisconsin, so it's not like they're starting off at <laughs> 0-1, you know? I'm not going to lie, I was hoping he'd get something else, but... <laughs> but hey. I was hoping for Coastal Carolina, or hey. like... Because I did it a bunch of times, too, and I never came close to Penn State on it. Right. Like, I did get, like, I did it for th- for three tries in a row. I did it. I did get Alabama. I got Penn State again. So. I did get Alabama, Texas a and I got Alabama, Ohio State, and, like, Oklahoma three spins in a row. I'm like, if he gets these three, like, come on. All right. So before we move on, because we're gonna we're gonna do our picks of the week for the NFL season. Um, I might not. Well, I don't, is it NFL? Is it just any games in general? But, any game. It was any game. Um, just give me a one minute like breakdown of what to expect for Penn State. Do they have possibility of making the the bowl games or the final um, four? They will compete. I don't think they will. They'll probably finish second in the Big Ten East again. I think they're a, a lot better than they were last year. Um, I think they're better than Michigan. Um, they have two tough road games at Iowa and at Ohio State. They do have they play Ball State this week, in which they should win. And then the next week they face Auburn in the whiteout game, which is always a cool game. And I'm glad it's Auburn instead of like Michigan because they like they always rotate between Michigan and Ohio State, like who's ever home and away. And I think if you're going to have an S and I give props to, I give props to Auburn and we've talked about this before. I'm getting tired of neutral site games. You want to make college football cool, go to the actual uh, campuses, college to go see uh, the uh, opposing uh, fans. So I think they should beat Auburn, you know, um, but you got to take care of ball state first. Well, Kev, I mean, you're a big Penn State guy, so you tell me what are we supposed to expect? Because, I mean, it doesn't really seem like, you know, Jackson knows what he's talking about. So what what do we expect from Penn State? Being being the avid uh, Penn State fan, I think we will take care of business, like Jackson has said. Uh, You know, Ball State, a little small small school in Indiana. We should take care of them. But, yeah, um, yeah, I need some help refreshing my memory. Do they have a a saying like Boomer Sooner or like? We are. It's we we are. are. Oh, that's we are. We are Penn State. We are. We are Penn State all the way. Ride or die, baby. Let's go. I love the X's and O's on that. That was wonderful. Do you know how it started? Was because they had to play a game in the Cotton Bowl in Texas, and a few of the black players weren't being served at the restaurants that they were at, and they all walked out. They said, we are Penn State. Yep. Yep, and they walked out. I am so glad that I didn't jump the gun on there. And I was, uh, as soon as you're going to talk, start talking, I was going to say, oh, that's stupid. But I'm so glad I didn't say that. Because that's actually a cool story. Oh. <laughs> that would have been wow. a terrible take by me. That would have been a terrible... <laughs> Why did Tim get kicked off the podcast? Well, <laughs> he didn't listen to the full story. All right. Moving on to our picks. We have a pick of the week just for you gamblers out there. When we are making our pick of the week, we are putting, we are keeping spreads in mind. So we do have a reasoning behind each pick, along with just a other kind of reasoning for that pick. So, 
Kevin, I'm going to let you start on this one. Who's your pick of the week? Who's your lock of the week? Who should everyone put their hard-earned cash on? All right, so uh, my my pick is I did an NFL game. I bet, or I didn't personally bet. I'm not a, I don't do sports betting, but I like the idea behind it. But if you are going to bet on a game, I think you should bet uh, bet on the Lions against the San Francisco 49ers. The spread I last checked was the Lions are plus seven and a half, so they're it's a touchdown game basically. Um, so the reason why I'm choosing the Lions here is that the Lions. T- it seems to me that early on in the season they always play well, especially they are playing this game at home. So I wouldn't be surprised if they come out. And it being Week One, it might be a close game with the uh, 49ers, who to me might be a little overrated. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. I know he did go to the Super Bowl, but he just doesn't really do it for me. He kind of seems someone like someone that's uh, too smart for his own good. They did lose their defensive coordinator, their star defensive coordinator, to, uh, to the coach of uh, the New York Jets. Uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback. Uh, I don't really see that being such a huge spread. Because I was looking at the other spreads, and this one seemed to be one of the bigger ones. So I think that the, if you bet on the Lions, it's a safe bet there. Uh, now, the my kind of silly reasoning behind selecting the Lions in this game is, I don't know if you know about the new coach of the Lions, but he's fucking nuts. He oh, drinks, he's a nut job. He drinks two venti coffees from Starbucks a day with double shots of espresso in each one. He said that he would like chop off his arm to win the Super Bowl. He's just a super meatball rah rah guy, and that might not play out like and work for a full season. Might not play, yeah, it might not play the whole season, but but week it's one, very college-y. it's very week college-y. one. If you're going to be a rah-rah guy and get people pumped up, it's going to be week one because the players are going to be naturally pumped up. They're playing at home, first time with fans, like for a regular season game. And this guy who's hopped up on caffeine and ready to chop his arm off to win a Super Bowl, they're going to be pumped up. So I'm not saying that the Lions will win this game. I'm just saying to take the Lions and take the points. Yeah, take the points and take the Lions. and yeah, Great. Wonderful. That's a good pick. Okay. All right, all right. I I will go. Uh, I have another NFL game. Uh, didn't want to take a. I, I didn't want to take a favorite, but I am going to take it for Week One because I'm going to take the Panthers at home over the Jets with a uh, minus five and a half spread, mainly because Jets uh, not that good of a team <laughs> yet. They have a defensive coordinator as their coach which is going to go do well for their team week one where they're putting it all on Zach Wilson. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think that Christian McCaffrey's back. Even It's Darnold's revenge game against his former team. I think that the Panthers are going to be able to take this one from the Jets. Another reasoning behind that is Darnold is the makeout king, getting mono and all that. He is oh, not. Oh, God, I forgot he, about he, that. He is not a beta, um, but... You know, he, he's an alpha man when it comes to the ladies. <laughs> to smooch, to yeah, yeah, alpha when it comes to the ladies at the club. Um, Zach Wilson, opposite of that. Sure, got some good-looking girls around him, but Mormon, uh, not cutting it for him. He's He does not like that. He is not going to lose a revenge game against a Mormon dude. <laughs> I will say this. took his old team. I will a pretty say boy this, took his old BYU. team. BYU. BYU has a better quarterback history than USC does. 
Got it. We're talking about week one. <laughs> um, but also, I have I, I'm seeing this game on Sunday with my buddy Colin, who is a big Jets fan. I've seen about seven or eight games, just at, you know, at bars or whatever. What mind you, uh, throughout seasons with Colin, he's I've never seen the Jets one win any of the games I've been with Colin. <laughs> I've never seen him win. So uh, that's an impressive bet right yeah, there. Yeah, Probably money on Panthers. Yeah, continuing uh, this. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I was even there with Colin when they drafted Sam Darnold. So I just, for whatever reason, if it's Colin and I in the same room, Jets are going to throw up a stinker. So you bet the Panthers. All right. Jets, Panthers. Ugh. Just ugly uniforms going at it. Yeah. Just not a good clash. Um, so for my pick, I was going to do an NFL game. Um, I was thinking about doing the Na- the Washington football team versus the Chargers. My apartment complex was actually selling two tickets for uh, 198 bucks for both tickets. Uh, so it's actually not a bad deal. Um but I decided, nah, I'm not going to that stadium for a week one. I'm just going to watch it and get drunk at a bar somewhere and then watch the Bears game. So then I needed a pick. And technically, this game has no money line on it because it's going to be that bad of a blowout. So I'm doing it for more ridiculous reasons. So I'm choosing the LSU McNeese game. LSU is going to win. Nicole. And they're going to they're going to win by a million points. But <laughs> the funny storyline in this is Ed Ordron's co uh, head son plays for McNeese University or McNeese State. I think this is a starter. He's a starter. He's a starting quarterback. So we've always seen, you know, brother versus brother matchups before. I'd never seen a father versus son who is currently playing in a game. How do you address the defensive coordinator? Like, hey, my son's got weak ankles. Go for his weak ankles. Or like, like, hey, he can't throw to his left. Let's blitz him from his left. Like, yeah, that's got to pur- be a nightmare. Do you purposely, like, fuck up your own son's development so you can win a game? And here's the thing. LSU got embarrassed last week by UCLA. There's no way old Ed Ordron is going to let his son win this game. Thanksgiving is going to be rough at the Ordron's house when LSU puts up about 85 on them. Oh, boy. Now, what's, I will... I will wait, laugh. Do you know his name, the son? Uh, it's... I, no, I saw it briefly, and I, I didn't screenshot it. But, but, it's, but it's Ordron. Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, oh, can you guys remember a father-son matchup, especially no. in football? It's not, not like – it's great. It's going to be awesome. That will be uh, one to and watch somehow, for sure. If somehow McNeese State beats LSU, I will laugh hysterically. But it's not going to happen. All right. All right. That, if you want to win some money, that's your way to do it. You got three picks there. Uh, we're going to end it on our power rankings today, and our power rankings are in honor of the holiday that's on Sunday, kickoff Sunday. Let's go, baby. 
what are your rituals that you have for kickoff Sunday? It could be anything. It could be your food. It could be your the way what you do. It could be anything. What are your rituals? What do you like to do? What do you always do? Or what is something that you just want to do? What are your rituals for kickoff Sunday? Kev, start us off with your number three. My number three is overthinking about who to start in fantasy football every Sunday. Oh. Over every Sunday, you know, you think you're locking your lineup on a Friday or a Thursday or a Saturday even. And then, like, something just gets in your head, like, oh, it might be a smarter play to play this guy that hasn't really played so much for my team and has only averaged, like, six points a game, but they're playing this team who gives up a bunch of points to the number three wide receiver. And it's always, like, a battle of who do I play? Am I overthinking it? Am I not thinking about it enough? And, you know, that just always, like, it's like I'm the app's open up until kickoff, and it's, like, Godspeed once 12 o'clock hits because then you can't change it anymore. So that's my number three, overthinking my fantasy football team. All right, all right. Jackson? Uh, This is always after a post game after the Bears win or loss. I usually call Tim, and we talk about a half hour about what they did wrong, what they did right, why they suck, why aren't they getting better, what they need to do better. (laughs) Um, And usually it's one of us calling each other. So post-game debrief with Tim. So always, go. always a, a highlight for sure. <laughs> uh, one of my picks for uh, kickoff Sunday ritual is the beer. Now, the beer, it's it, it's in three different categories because whether you're at a bar or whether you are at somebody's house, you need to have a lot of beer on deck. So you're at the bar, it needs to, you need to be getting, if you're with other people, it has to be buckets or pitchers. There's no, there's no, none of this, like everyone orders one beer. If you're ordering like that, you know, pint craft beer for kickoff Sunday with your buddies, you are, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. It's, it, it, there should, no one should be thinking about anything other than happening on the screen. Like you could order your shots, whatever the heck it is, but it has to be just get pitchers, buckets. You tell the, you tell the lady, you tell the server, just if hey anytime you have to ask do you need another bucket yes we need another bucket yes we need another pitcher we just just get beer for everybody so no one's paying attention to oh man where's my beer or if you're at someone's house every you should always be getting when you go to the fridge you're always getting beer for everybody you're not you don't even have to ask just get beer and if they already have a beer you throw it on the floor floor beer you're good no one should be thinking about beer on kickoff Sunday. It should just be there for you. It should be there to grab. See, like, I'm curious because I am I went to a bar on Sunday to watch the USA-Canada game. It was like a beer hall, barbecue pit. Now, granted, they had more like craft beers, but I wonder if they're going to change it up for football Sunday. And if you could do craft beers, I'm not saying no craft beers, but then do like the big boys. You know, you go to a bar where you could have like the 22-ounce craft beer or yeah. where you could, I mean, you could I, have like the mini pitchers of that. I'm because, excited to go. It's like a half. It's like three blocks away from my house, so I can always stumble on home. Yeah. Well, a lot of places have like the little – like the big, tall spigot that you can – you know, get for the table. And, yes. Yeah. I, something yeah. not just like that. So you I, should not be I, going I somewhere – I went to Annapolis on Saturday. They had a two-yard beer thing. That's awesome. It was ridiculous. Like, yeah. it, it looked like a bazooka. Yeah, you, whatever you can do. I'm not saying you can't drink craft beer on a uh, kickoff Sunday. I don't know why you are, especially if you're in Arizona. You're starting at 10 a.m. I mean, you can. Go absolutely. 
but I don't care. It just needs to be a plenty, a lot of it. And I don't want to think about it. I don't want to have to think about where's, where's the girl with my beers. Like just always get it. Just it's there. Boom. Go ahead. Love it. My number two is frantically getting as much crap as I can get done around the house. So I don't have to leave the couch during the middle of the bears game. Primarily. That's a good one. That's a good one. A lot of times, it, it, stuff that could be done on Saturday, and it never gets done on Saturday, and I'm like, ah, I can squeeze it in two hours before the game, and it's never a good idea, and I'm always frantically running around like, oh, we have to pick this up or do this return or clean this or do that. So I'm going to try do a, and be much better this year about getting stuff done on Saturday, not during the Penn State game, of course, because I'll be glued to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not frantically running around the house before the Bears game uh, before any kickoff game. Oh yeah, all your chores are now on Saturday. If you're a grocery, if you're a Sunday grocery shopper in your in your house, Sunday family, morning. It, it is yep. it, it, no, it is now changed to Saturday. And any family parties? I'm uh, faking ill. Got it all. Got it all lined up. Um, so that's my number two. That's a good one. I mean, I will rotate errands. I, I used to do that as a kid, like with homework and errands and stuff like that. Like. There's a big college game I wanted to watch. Got to get it done before because I don't want to do it afterwards. Or like same thing on Sundays. Like, okay, if the Bears are playing late, I got to get it done in the middle of the day. Like, you just got to build your. To piggyback off that family party uh, comment, if you have a family party. Why isn't the game on? Well, yes, you're 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 going to be you're you're telling your significant other or your mom or whoever you're going to this party with. that you're going to be that guy that's annoying everybody on like. Where the hell's the game? What's going on? Or if you know of the guy that is like the host of that home or party, you're giving him a text. You're calling him. You're figuring out, hey, man, like, are we so are we going to be in the basement while everyone else is upstairs? Or like, what's going on here? Like, you know, am I going to have people running through my vision here? Because that can't happen. I need to know what's going on. Move the TV to the garage. Move it outside. Let's go. Let's figure it out. I will turn off Paw Patrol on a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tim, you were at my sister's graduation. It was yeah. They outside. they totally forgot about the uh, Stanley Hawk or Stanley Cup Blackhawks game, and we had to move the TV outside and hook it up. Yep. Had to. Got to do yeah. it. Got to do it. Did you give us your pick there, Jack? No, I did not. My two is. Gotta check Twitter. Gotta see the Twitter hotlines. Like, Ooh. what's going on? Injury reports. Who could start fantasy? Who's not going to start fantasy? Funny takes. I feel like once a week in the NFL. There's always that, that sob story, too. Yeah, or there's, like, a good meme that comes out of the middle of the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, know? absolutely. So, Twitter, as much as I hate Twitter, I also love Twitter football. Especially and Bears fans Twitter, back now. People are going to be nice. Yeah, Bear, and Bears Twitter is also the most ridiculous roller coaster of your life. If it's a Bills home game, which it is, tables, they're going to be going There's going to be a video tomorrow. on YouTube put on Twitter about yep. some guy going through a table. Absolutely. Um, you know, NFL and, Twitter. And honestly, I need to see a lot of it this year because I didn't get to see a lot of it. So Yes. we got to get two years worth of uh, memes and jokes and tweets. Yeah, 100%. All right, we got a big one now. Um, well, I'm on two. Uh, so <laughs> are you on two? Oh, you had yes. Hair. You, just put, you just put your input in on all of them. Um, so I am gonna say that the food situation. I need I need to know what the food situation is, especially for during the Bears game when the food situation is, and this could be 
you know, contrary to popular belief, anything like that, especially if it's an afternoon game, after afternoon game or night game, I don't care what it is. I don't want any food until halftime or later, especially if I'm at a bar. I want food after halftime because I want to get that buzz going. I want to get that buzz going. I need to get that going. I need to be to the point where I'm like, holy shit, I need some food because the bears are killing me right now. Like I need, I, I, I wait, I wait till about halftime to eat. I can snack. I'm saying, but the food don't, again, it goes along with my beer thing, especially at the bar. Like, don't think about it. Don't order it. Like I'm gonna. T- I already will tell the server we're gonna order at halftime. You know, so I'm that going, no one's I'm in going, my face. No one's. Grilling. I'm going to a party set on Sunday night to watch the game, and uh, I'm gonna bring some chips and make some homemade pico and let it sit all day in the fridge and just there let it go. marinate and get it like really nice and spicy. Yeah, and and the flip side, if it and this could obviously go for your Super Bowl parties too, but kickoff Sunday especially. You should not, if you're hosting a party at people's house, a person's house, or you're hosting, do a a dinner option or a lunch option where people don't have to all eat at once. They could just, okay, guys, food's there. You can go and get it whenever, whether that's burgers or this burgers, or that. Burgers, buns, yeah. Yeah, you don't, like, don't be mad if everyone's not eating right now. Like, just... Just you can buffet style it. Boom, done. Well, well, and if you start early too, then you're kind of like full. That like full. Like you, if you're drinking beer and then you eat real early, then you're kind of like that full gross kind of. Uh, yeah. Not really into the game. Or if you got the good buzz going, like you said, then you get the food. You get that perfect kind of vibe where you can watch the game and then refuel at halftime. I like it. I'm not wearing a belt on Sundays. Not gonna wear a belt. Yeah. Um, Probably not wearing pants that requires a belt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kev, numero uno. All right. So my number, my numero uno is it pretty much goes for all sporting rituals of mine. Um, and that my number one is uh, overreacting if my team gets scored on early. <laughs> oh, you are early. a big, you are a big component of that. Absolutely. So I, and I wrote down immediately turning off the game after letting up an opening drive touchdown i am the king of that i will not watch the game for half an hour i'll turn it back on in the second quarter just because i think it's either <laughs> myself that's that caused this or it's like they don't deserve my my eyeballs to watch them if they're going to play such putrid football or basketball whatever i'm watching so that's so bears rams expect kevin to know not much about the second <laughs> of the first quarter yeah if it's a blowout you're gonna say hey what do you think about that play in the second half i'm like i didn't watch it i didn't even fucking watch it so yeah that's my any sport i mean the story quick story with jack I mean, we were we yeah were working out at uh, isu and my favorite college basketball team duke was in the uh it was at the first round of the ncaa tournament it the i think they were the two seed they played lehigh and they were the 15 seed or some similar variation of that lehigh scored the first basket of the game and i said they lost turn it off they they, they lost this game and they ended up in that lost. game so <laughs> There's a there's a method to my madness. So I literally said, Kev, they're a minute into this game. He's like, doesn't matter, the game's over. Three hours later, we ended up watching the rest of the game and they lost. And and now I'm not saying it's every like if it's like a, a if it's like a series where like it's back and forth and they end up scoring on the opening drive, but it looks competitive. That's totally different. But if it's just like a rail, a railroading, oh yeah, if it's just a railroading <laughs> penalty, it's that then click. Bye. Out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, what you got? 
All right, my ultimate one. This was my number one from the right from the start when I saw this posted. Is choosing the jersey. I got a lot of bear jerseys. Good one. If you do like my, a seance with your jersey that you choose for the day. Close enough. My closet right now is just suits and bear jerseys. It's a very awkward thing, but that's what it looks like. Um, I usually lay out all my jerseys on the bed, and then I pick which one depending on place where I'm going to go, where I'm going to be comfortable in. However, I will continue to wear that jersey until they lose. So if the Bears go on a five-game winning streak, I have to continue to wear that jersey. So there are some jerseys I have not worn in a long time because it never fit that rotation. I don't wear a white jersey when I'm going to a bar or a restaurant because I don't want anything to spill on it. So I only have one white jersey. Um, all of them are Navy or I have a weird orange one from like 2002 with Urlacher and it's not even the jerseys that they wear today, but, uh, it's a ritual for, uh, and my favorite Jersey is more of a hoodie Jersey. It's a Walter Payton one with not the hood, but it's like a sweatshirt Jersey, which is comfortable, which I like to wear on Thanksgiving. And it's, I've always worn on Thanksgiving. They've always won on Thanksgiving that I've had it. So I have trends. I love my Gale Sayers jersey, but they've never won when I've worn my Gale Sayers jersey. I have a whole thing. All right, well, oh, we got to don't wear that jersey. We got to know before Tim makes his pick. What are you wearing week one? I don't know. Oh. I was going to ask Twitter. I, I have I have put up the Gale Sayers jersey because eventually streaks need to end. You got to wear it. your new Eddie Jackson with the. 39. No, because I'm going to a party. I'm going to a party in a bar. I don't want to spill anything on it's a white. white. Oh, you have white. Okay. Uh, if I'm going sense. out, I don't wear white. Um, so I've narrowed it down to three. It is Khalil Mack, 1940s jersey. My Walter Payton jersey. That's an actual jersey, not the sweatshirt jersey. Because it's still going to be 80, like 80 degrees here in D.C. And I don't want to sweat. Or do I break the curse with Gail Sayers? So those three jerseys, we can make a poll on it on Twitter. And whoever wins it, that's the one I'll wear. I say this is a game where everyone, like, I don't want you wearing the Gale Sayers jersey against, like, the, a Detroit team where we think we're going to win it. So I want you to wear the Gale, Sayer, Gale Sayers. Get, somehow, let's pull this one out of our ass. I was leaning toward that one. I, I'm for it. All I know is that if, I, if it was my mentality and I was doing what you're doing, if that jersey's getting ripped off as soon as they get scored <laughs> on, that thing's never seen the light of day. <laughs> I wear the opposing team's jersey at that point. Oh my god! But I'm not a big fan of wearing like bear stuff like when I'm watching the game. But that's not besides the point. Anyway, guys got his things. Yeah. All right, so mine is it's kind of a culmination. Uh, it's the spot. Mm. Where where are you gonna be? Do you have the spot? I mean, do you have a spot on your couch? You're going to a you're going to a family party. You're going to a party. Are you going to a bar? I cannot and will not go to a bar or a party on uh, kickoff Sunday if I'm not getting there at least like 45 minutes early. Like I want to be there early. I want to see the fantasy stuff going on. I want to see the highlights. I want to see what's going on. I want my spot bar. I want. I will only go to bars. We're going to one that's super far away from me now because it has the signs on the TV of which which games are playing. So Bears aren't even playing, but I, we, we want to get our spot so that 
we're it's already there we're there we're not worrying about it all this if it's you know again i got chores or something to do i'll wake up hours early because that i want to be at a tv and i want to go at a tv at 11 45 for a noon game no no no. i want to be there at 11 just sitting there chilling sitting at my spot blankies on anything like that like just i need my spot and it's it can't it's not interrupted it's that i need to know where i'm sitting so i'm gonna be i don't like being the first people at, at parties or anything like that but i will be the first person at your party if it's going to be an nfl uh game because i'm just going to be that guy i'm going to make everyone there uncomfortable literally the bar we're going to go to on sunday if they open at 10 a.m that's when it starts my my buddy mike and i get there at 9 30 and they always are just like why the fuck are you guys here and it's just like well we got to be here so yeah west coast sports is the best yeah, nothing's worse than getting like seated. Like if you're going to a bar and you're getting seated and like the plays going on and you're kind of like trying yep. to look. And I like, don't want to maneuver the bar. Yeah. And I love like when the bars we go to have the the signs on the TV. So like I love when people come in like uh, uh, they ask the server, uh, "What's what's uh, what game's being played here?" Dumbass! It's in a huge ass sign. <laughs> well, are, are you high top, low top? It does not matter what you're getting at. Doesn't matter. I just want. A good spot where I'm not craning my neck I or prefer, anything like I that. I prefer a good high top. I would like that too, but I just don't want to crane my neck. I don't. I, whatever TV I'm looking at, I want to be looking at. I don't want to be right or left or this or that. You don't want right. to wake up going to work on Monday like, oh, God. Oh, man. That is so, one of my honorable mentions. The having it, having, I, you know, we work in the education field, Kev, so sometimes I, I preload a potential call-off day for the Monday after kickoff Sunday. I have it just, like, already there. So if, I, if it's just – if I if the Bears lose real bad or win real good, I'm uh, – one button hit, press. Hit send. Boop. Yep. I, I do have one story from this weekend, and it also comes with bar etiquette and party etiquette. If people are watching the game – don't change the game at a bar because your team's about to go on. So we're in Annapolis, like I said. And does there, that is awful. There, there were surprising a lot amount of Penn State fans in Annapolis, which you know it's terribly pretty close. I mean, think about moving there actually because you know. Yeah, a lot State. going on in State College. Have fun. <laughs> um, middle of nowhere, but um, these Alabama fans walked in. And they're all dressed up and like they're going to like a boat show. They all have like their polos and you could tell like these people look like super rich and they're Alabama. And this lady is like, oh, can you take this game off? And it's 1610 and with like two minutes left and Wisconsin's driving and the, the bartender's not paying. Like the server wasn't paying attention. He's changing it. And, and I go, what are you doing? Like your game's not even on. I said this. So I'm like, don't turn that off. Like Wisconsin's driving and you're in a bar full of penn state fans like what do you know like stop that and she's like oh my god i didn't realize like like look at the score of the game like even if your game starts at 3 30 and it's a ranked game and it's that close well how have you not how have you not be... paid attention to your whole clientele especially you how have they not heard you saying something to the tv yeah like, you know I mean? like get you gotta know your surroundings but yes it is ultimately not on the server that is on right like are you you, you can wait you can lose five minutes of a game that we know alabama's gonna and you win get that, you get that more in college with the different start times in the nfl it's you know you got your 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 slate your slate in your in your night game so like 
everyone knows the rules. Like, you know, like you're not changing something to. Yeah, it's bad etiquette. And like, obviously, she could see the room or the, the TV and be like, oh, Wisconsin, Penn State. It's not like these are like bad programs and it's a close game in the fourth quarter. You should not be changing the t- channel. And that goes for any college football game, any pro football game. If it's a good game. It can like your game can wait just a little bit. I think it goes to just about any professional game. Yep, that's Absolutely. close. Yeah, two minutes left in a game, they can wait. You're not gonna. Also, not there's gonna... not just one TV in the establishment. You could figure out a. TV. Yeah, and then they're like, and then they realize that the game next to our TV was a blowout, and they're like, oh, we could just turn it on right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You take off a top twenty matchup. <laughs> the two minutes left get the fuck out of here <laughs> other honorable mention i had was to make sure for kickoff sundays especially for bear fans have some hard liquor on deck because you are probably going to need it at some point <laughs> most likely a shot after the game or something to just make you just forget about it for a little bit rarely in celebration most of the times and even when they just watch like even when they win sometimes it's like oh man that was ugly (laughs) all right well i guess we'll wrap up anyone got anything else to say about the bears week one before we sign off you know even though i picked the rams i i will not be surprised if the bears do find a way to win like if there's a way the bears can pull a game out their ass and historically they have played well against stafford they can win this game i don't see it happening but I'm not counting out an uh, like an upset. I will say that I think, and and here here's one thing that we have going for us this season with Chris Collinsworth on the mic here is since Justin Fields is in the background, he's going to take so much of that heat that we're not going to hear about double doink, and we're not going to hear about Trubisky getting drafted over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. So I think we're safe. We that'll should be, be safe. That'll I be mean, nice. Yeah. Past you, failures, past failures. I don't think we'll be. Now we will hear. You can't. You really. You can't do double doink, please. We like, will hear. We will hear a lot. Them. We will hear a lot of Bears starting quarterbacks and Sid Luckman, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, we just can't. Like, come on. Those two things. Like, it's over. Like, I mean, especially the Trubisky thing is gonna. Now be they nice. can. Now they can rip on Jam- uh, Wims dropping that ball in the end zone, but that's. I well, yeah, he's not on the team, so he can't actually. All right, well, let's just hope for a win week one. We're, we're hoping Bear down, right baby. Here. It feels so, great to say. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to the Team Bear Sports Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. Team Bear out. Go Bears. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!